I come from not not outdoorsy. Um, I am not the most fit person. I am mediocre at all of the adventures that I try. I am just okay. And you know what? It's okay to be just okay. The Life in Motion podcast is brought to you by Actual Outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at actualoutdoors.com. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up, and welcome to episode 177 of Life in Motion. I've got Melissa Wright with me from Women Who Explore. They bring together women who share a passion for adventure and love for the planet. I'm excited to hear her story and how they're able to make an impact. Melissa, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Um, I'm super excited to be here. Yes, yes, I'm excited to have you on, and, and it was a... Uh, it's always fun stumbling upon uh, different organizations and, and what they're doing kind of unique ways within the outdoors, um, such as what you're doing with with women in the outdoor or women who explore. But uh, before we kind of jump into that, let's kind of talk about, you know, who you are, where are you from, uh, kind of your story, I guess, getting into the outdoors and, and how that kind of led to everything. Yeah. Uh, so currently I live in Arizona. Um, I've actually spent most of my life here. Um despite the heat, <laughs> it's, it's still pretty toasty here. Uh, um, but uh, I am one of the co-owners of Women Who Explore, and that was kind of a, um, I'd like to say, I guess a more recent endeavor, um, considering everything. Um, I'm 42, and I actually applied to be an ambassador for Women Who Explore in 2017. Um, and just kind of work like our ambassadors do now. It was a similar kind of program. We built it to be more robust now. Um, but I started the chapter in Arizona. I was doing all the things and enjoying myself. Um, and then it came to a point where the original owners wanted to sell. And uh, Lindsay, uh, the other co-owner, co-owner um, she approached me and she just said, look, she said, this opportunity has come available. She was also an ambassador that started at the same time as me. And she's like, do we want to, do we want to do this? She's like, I, I, if we're going to do this, we should do it together. And, and so we, we purchased a travel company, uh, in June, uh, actually September of 2020. So good timing to purchase, you know, a travel <laughs> adventure company in the middle of a pandemic. Um, but that really gave us the opportunity to kind of rebuild the company from the ground up. And um, spend a lot of time kind of reevaluating where we wanted uh, women who explore to go. And it's interesting. We both have um, both similar and quite different backgrounds and stories of how we came to women who explore. Um, I was not brought up super outdoorsy. Um, my for I think my first and only camping trip was my parents had borrowed an RV from a friend. And we went out to Flagstaff and it started raining and my dad took myself and some other kids out um, dirt biking. And of course, it was great fun with all the mud. And we (laughs) showed back up and my mom took one look at us and she was like, no, absolutely not. And we packed up that RV and rented a house in Sedona. (laughs) So uh, it it was definitely not... um, you know, something that I was brought up with, like a lot of people. And I think uh, a lot of women especially can definitely relate to that. Um, I got married very young, had a child very young, um, lived overseas for a little while. 
and um, came from a, a rather like strict religious type background. And uh, probably my mid, mid uh, probably more like my late 20s, I went on my first hike with a friend. And I'd done like little desert hikes, but this was like a proper hike and it was in the sawtooths. And I went with my cotton socks and my shoes <laughs> from like Dick's Sporting Goods, whatever was on sale um, and not prepared at all. I think I had like four eight ounce water bottles in my backpack. I, like everything was wrong about the hike. And it was like at least 10 miles with 3000 feet of elevation gain, Sawtooth Mountains, hiking through snow, wading through water, like rapids in my <laughs> cotton socks and shoes. And so of course, by the time I made it back down to camp, my, like, my feet were just covered in blisters. They were, they were just awful. And it kind of ruined the rest of the trip because we had other hikes and adventures planned and my feet were just like no we're doing hot springs and that's about it <laughs> and so um but it could have gone one of either you know i could have gone either way and i could have decided that wasn't for me or that that was the most rad thing i've ever done and despite you know the feet situation um and i fell in love with it and after I recovered, <laughs> um, I started kind of adventuring by myself because I lived in a very small town. Um, I didn't know a lot of people and just kind of told myself that I was a solo type girl. Like this is, this was what I do. And I just started doing it all by myself, which was kind of scary, um, a little empowering, obviously, but, uh, yeah, just kind of started. I lived about an hour and a half away from Joshua Tree National Park. And I that was the first place I ever camped by myself. And um, so that that park will always hold like a, a soft spot in my heart. Um, but that's, that's how I got started and then stumbled across Women Who Explore and realized that there was this whole community of people this world that was bigger than this small town that I lived in and other women that liked doing the things that I like to do and just really took off from there. Um, I decided that I wanted to try everything. I wanted to do backpacking. I wanted to do climbing. I want to, I don't know, skydive. I want to do, I just want to try all of the things. I want to do snowshoeing and uh, just really kind of embrace the outdoor lifestyle and, you know, um, kind of later, I mean, it's not necessarily like late in life, but definitely later than a lot of people that um, that I meet. So that was, yeah, like mid thirties uh, when I really started fully embracing all the outdoor stuff. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I, so, so to your point, you know, that, that first like true experience, you know, blisters kind of, uh, you know, not the ideal uh, scenario, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what was it about that, that you mentioned that you didn't, um, turn away from it you more like just like okay you know what i'm going to uh maybe plan a little bit better next time but i'm gonna go all in on this was there was there like a certain like moment or was it just like the culmination of the entire experience minus the blisters of course but what was it that like really got that that hook in you um i think it was there was a there's a few things um I think up until that point, and this is going to sound maybe a little bit weird, but it was it was my late 20s, and I got married when I was 20, had my my kid when I was my son when I was 21, and 
I was a mom from a very early age and felt like, you know, I took care of a lot of people. And this was something that made me feel young because it was, it's super weird. Like late twenties, I never, I never had like the quintessential twenties experience. Um, I didn't go to university right out of uh, high school. I was homeschooled. And so basically went straight to, you know, I got married and I was feeling by my late twenties, kind of like I missed, missed the boat on some things and missed some experiences. And I realized that this was the type of experience that made me feel like both young and alive and um, powerful and empowered to to try more things. And so it just gave me a taste of like, well, if I could do this, what what other things could I do? Because I didn't think I was capable of doing something that epic. And it was just so beautiful. And if you told me that I was going to be like wading through rapids and then hiking through snow and like nowadays I'm like no that's fine you know you just evaluate it and <laughs> you know I've done that many times since but at that point I just remember thinking this is so insane I've never done anything like this before in my life and I I came down from the mountain and I was like well I didn't die you know I had a really <laughs> good time with a really good friend and it was an amazing experience and I came home from that experience, just empowered to try more. And um, yeah, it just, it made me, I, I think it was the, the, the empowered and young, you know, type feeling. Cause I was just starting to feel very much um, in a, in a kind of rut at that point in my life. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, I can, uh, I guess I can understand that perspective and it's, and it's cool that, you know, you kind of turn to the outdoors, uh, in a sense to kind of get that, um, you know, find what you were looking for from, from that kind of personal sense. Um, cause you know, I'm sure other people have, uh, similar kind of experiences that they feel the thirst of more, but they might not turn to something as positive, um, as, you know, uh, you know, exploring all these different places and everything. So that's, that's really awesome. So, so that kind of, like you mentioned, kind of snowballed, you started uh, kind of doing your own solo thing. And before you met, um, obviously, uh, the, the, the group and everything, when you were doing it solo, was that mainly cause you were, I guess, were you kind of staying away from people or is it more that you didn't necessarily knew that there was a group of, of women like yourselves, um, out there doing the same things with the same passion and the same love? Uh, I, I think, so I think I, I just didn't realize I, I had a couple friends, um, a couple girlfriends that were, uh, more outdoorsy, I guess you would say. They were more experienced in the outdoors, like the one that took me on this hike. Uh, they were artists and silversmiths and um, they, you know, crafted with leather and did all sorts of like amazing, beautiful things. So a lot of what they do, they did felt um, kind of out of my reach. And and so I just decided, yeah, I, it was a small town. Again, there was no meetup groups. It was probably about 2016 at this time. And I would see people on Instagram doing the things that I wanted to do, but they were doing it kind of by themselves. And it also just looked like this type of lifestyle where my the people around me in my life at that time were it was more or less like those are the special people that get to do the special things because they're cool or, you know, they're the artist types or they have this whole lifestyle. 
and and I'm just kind of a mom. Um, at that point, I was working at a small nonprofit with youth, and I was not cool enough to do those kinds of things. And so, um, and also, it's it's really scary uh, to put yourself out there with those kind of people. And and what I've found is, you know, so many of them are very very welcoming, but whenever you're comparing yourself to Instagram, it's it's yeah. kind of a scary place. And, and rather than let it shut me down, I just decided I'm just going to kind of do this in my own private space. And, you know, for example, when I went camping for the first time in Joshua Tree, I, <laughs> I forgot my tent stakes and it was really windy. And um, I was like, okay, this is where I get shot down. I don't get to do my first camping trip. This is the moment. And I went into the town of Joshua Tree. And I forget the name of the store, but it's like this old Wild West looking little, you know, Joshua Tree shop. And uh, the gentleman was super nice. I asked about tent steaks and he was like, no, we don't have them. And he said, but because I have some old rebar in the back. He goes, I could bend you a couple pieces. <laughs> and he went in back and cut some rebar and bent it for me so I could go back out and like fulfill this, you know, this experience that I wanted to have, which was amazing. Um, I was a learning experience. It's okay to put yourself out there. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay to tell people that you made a mistake and you're not going to be thought of as stupid. Um, so so yeah, I think, and then whenever it came to discovering like women who explore, that was finding a community that was featuring women that looked more like me and weren't necessarily like the the top, uh, you know, influencers maybe at that time, standing on the peak with their I always say to be an influencer, you have to have perfect, beautiful, long flowing hair. <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, and I was like, well, that's, that's definitely not me. I don't, you know, yoga pants don't fit. Like I just feel awkward. Everything's on sale. Nothing matches. And, um, and I just kind of always hodgepodge everything together. And I just always kind of, and still to this day with all the nice gear that I have and you know, all the stuff I do, I just kind of always look like a hot mess whenever I go out for any kind of adventure. And, um, but yeah, they featured more women that look like me. And then they had this call for ambassadors and you had to submit a video. And I made a video. Um, at that time I was doing a lot of, um, film, film work with my husband at the time. And, um, so we made this really amazing video that featured me in the outdoors and maybe looks so cool. And, <laughs> that I like imposter syndrome set in and I just couldn't send it. And I remember what I, whatever the deadline was, I think it was in November and it was by 11:59 PM. You had to submit this video and I submitted it at 11:59 PM <laughs> on the date because I was so scared. I was like, they're just going to see right through me. What do I have to offer? Um, and I ended up submitting it and got ex accepted, um, and it was a it was a really great experience. Um, and then now it's just yeah, being able to do that for other women, and we've expanded the program and everything that we do, and it's just so mind blowing. You know, now talking about what got me to that point and how scared I used to be about everything, and and now I, there's there's not much 
that um, intimidates me in the way of snow. Snow still intimidates me a bit. Um, I'm, I'm in Arizona, so like learning <laughs> snow stuff is always a little bit nerve wracking. Um, but outside of that, I'm just not intimidated by much these days. That, that's awesome. And see, you know, pushing yourself through through that fear that you might have had, you know, see how this is kind of led uh the growth over the years which is awesome to hear so so you know you 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 built up the courage to uh submit that video um and obviously you know i know where you're at now but in that time once you got accepted what what did that like mean i guess you know because an an ambassador can mean you know many different things but what like what did it specifically mean for women who explore and like I guess how obviously, um, you know, you, you being a, a main a part of it now with, with partners and whatnot, but at that time, what, what did that mean? And like, how were you able, like in those early stages of your, um, involvement in the organization, uh, kind of, uh, change over the years or, you know, as you mentioned, new programs and stuff like that, what, what were kind of those early phases like? Um, so a lot of it's very similar to what it is, uh, today. Uh, I think we offer a lot more research resources nowadays for our ambassadors. Um, but at that time you're just kind of given the keys to the kingdom and it's like, Hey, start this Facebook group, start inviting people on hikes, go hiking, go like whatever you want to do and go have fun, but definitely hiking and just invite people and grow your community. And so you were just kind of let loose with, uh, this Facebook group. And, and then of course, you know, I did hit a stumbling block. I lived in a very small town, not in Phoenix and realized that, you know, the core of the outdoor community or a lot of them are located in the Phoenix area. That's where, you know, the whole population is. And so, or a lot of the population. Um, and so I, I started with the group and started organizing hikes, uh, women who explore offered at that point, they were starting to do getaways. And so those were very exciting because those were like a safe, you know, kind of adventure where I could adventure with other women um, that were more experienced than myself. Um, and then it got to the point where I actually led a handful of those. Um, and so that's what really got like the travel bug instilled in me. And um, and yeah, I think at that point it was more or less if you're stoked about the outdoors. And, you know, you like doing outside things, then just encourage women to do the outside things and just spread the stoke of being outside. <laughs> and that was basically like the crux of what we had to do. And I was like, well, well you know, I can, I can definitely do that. Um, and I started doing more with the company at that point, um, started offering just like more support with, you know, whether it be through social media or what have you. And then that's how I actually connected with Lindsay. She applied at the same time that I did. And we clicked, I think early on, we met at one of the meetups. She was in Oregon and her story is that, you know, she moved to this new place and she was married as well. And, you know, uh, moving to the Pacific Northwest, it can be a little dark and dreary in the winter time, especially <laughs> if you're not used to it. And uh, it kind of put her in this depression uh, because she just didn't have that support system in this new area. And uh, her husband at the time traveled a lot for work. And so she was left alone by herself a lot. And it was kind of the same thing, turning to the outdoors and starting this community. And, you know, you just kind of get these these women that'll show up to these hikes and you might not have a lot in common, but you have the outside 
And what you find is that that very often is enough for some really fantastic friendships to like start from that point. And so she was the, I, I think she started the Portland chapter and that took off. And I think a lot of the original, the ambassadors that are in there now are still the original ambassadors um, from whenever she started that she kind of recruited to join her um, in building that group there. And so, yeah, it was just mostly just getting outside, organizing free events for women to go do cool things. That's awesome. And it sounds like uh, finding that community and, and getting the, the community buy-in wasn't, wasn't uh, terribly uh, difficult in that sense. So, um, so where, where did y'all, I, I know you, you mentioned you, you met at a, at a meetup, but where did you, where, where was that meetup? Was that um, one of, uh, in either of your local areas or was something completely different or how, how did that happen? It, you're, <laughs> I know I'm going to get this wrong because we've, we've gone round and round about <laughs> if we met in Arizona or Vegas first. Um, but there were like, uh, there were ambassador trainings that were kind of happening that were small local and anybody that was kind of in the area was able to join those if you were um, interested in becoming more involved. And so Lindsay had come, Lindsay and I both had went to one of those. Um, I think it was the one here in Arizona. And, and again, she's, like we just, you know, some people you just hit it off whenever you first meet. And she was one of those people. And I could see that she was excited, as excited about women who explore and I think as invested as I was at the time. And um, which is also the same reason why it's interesting because before, you know, moving forward with, you know, taking over women who explore, I don't know that I would have necessarily called like Lindsay my best friend or anything like that, but we definitely had this connection from early on um, that involved the outdoors, that involved women who explore, and we just recognized this passion for empowering women in the outside spaces. And without even keeping in touch all that much, she's just a person that I recognized as like a kindred spirit in that space. And um, so yeah, that's how that's how we met and kept in touch, you know, loosely. Um, I know I visited her a couple of times in Oregon and I think she came down to Arizona once. Um, and I think we met in Vegas as well. Uh, but, but yeah, it wasn't like we kept in touch all the time or we're like super best friends from the very beginning. It was just like, Oh, this is another amazing person and super passionate about the outside. I, she's definitely somebody I need to keep in touch with. That, that's awesome. How, how, how that kind of worked out to, you know, of course where, where it is now. So, um, so obviously, you know, both of you all kind of went, went all in, um, as ambassadors and kind of grew, grew within the organization in that sense. And then, and then the opportunity came up for you all to to eventually take over um of course uh, as you mentioned great great timing but nobody expected that, that one as far as 2020 um <laughs> how i guess what what was that i guess what was that like as far as you know that transitioning i mean obviously you're still pretty involved um within uh, women who explore but then kind of taking that next step up and then you know really being able to kind of project that passion and and love and and everything that that you had uh, or that you both had with with the organization to kind of continue, continue its growth and expansion and everything like that? Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's an interesting transition. So the, the little, the little like imposter syndrome monster, of course, like reared its head again. <laughs> I just, you know, there's been multiple times, uh, that I, you know, I like to say like, who do I think I am? 
Uh, the most recent time was whenever I was trying to get up um, and I succeeded, but I, I was trying to get up Kilimanjaro and I remember texting Lindsay and I was, we have women on this trek with us. And I was like, who do I think I am that I could just take people on a trip and do these <laughs> amazing things? And certainly, you know, going in on this company was kind of the similar thing where, um, you know, at one point I was given over the, I manage all of the social media. And so whenever, you know, given the password, the keys to all of the social media. And I just remember those first few times posting were just like nerve wracking, just looking at the numbers and be like, oh God, <laughs> like what happens <laughs> if I do something wrong? And it's, you know, the internet can be a very scary space. Um, we definitely brought in um, some other women that we were, you know, close to um, at, to help us like through this. And, you know, at the very start, um, our friend Teddy also, you know, came in, um, and we just, we needed more than just us. Cause we realized that this community isn't about just like one owner or, you know, one person making all the decisions. It is about the entire community. And, um, we just, we need more with the, with the, size of ambassador program that we have and how many women and how many groups we have going, you just need that support. And starting that in the pandemic was also interesting because obviously we couldn't go out and encourage, you know, group hikes or, you know, group anything at that point. And so we turned to the internet and try to keep the community going as much as possible and keep that connection going and realizing, you know, so many people were, were really struggling, obviously, at that time. And that a lot of the groups kind of shifted into more of a support group, a safe space for people to talk and share. Um, that's when we also share or started doing more online education, uh, which we still continue to do. Um, we collaborate with all sorts of brands and partners and um, experts in the field and offer, you know, these free online classes to help empower women to get outside. And so it was just kind of having to shift our mindset a little bit um, and kind of be vulnerable, I think, about where we were starting from. Uh, it was definitely scary. It was very exciting. And because obviously, you know, whenever you're in a program or something, you see things that you want to change and whatever, but then you get like neck deep in it and you're like, oh, no, <laughs> this is this is so much. Um, and then obviously there's just the whole business side of it as well. And and then the community with how many personalities and people and uh, just all the things um, was very overwhelming uh, at the start. But at the same time. It's such an amazing community that I've, I think we've all felt very supported, you know, from the very start. And sometimes, you know, we might have missteps or um, maybe not make exactly the right decision. Uh, but at the end of the day, we just have this large support group to kind of like help us through this process as we're stumbling through being business owners now and doing all the things that we're doing. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a whole shift in our mindset to be able to go from just a, you know, a more passive role. I mean, we were pretty active, but uh, to taking like that full ownership and having to make, you know, those harder business decisions. I think that was also, you know, kind of shifting that a little bit was a little bit tricky, but um, I think we're now three years in and feeling pretty good about it. That, that's awesome. And, and, 
you know, to be able to to pivot, obviously, in those in those early years, as as many people had to do it, but especially yourself, as you know, when when you all took it over, is is uh, is is really awesome, and obviously that kind of continued uh, to to build that growth. So, and one question I, I didn't really think of asking until now, but um, you know, you keep mentioning the community, the different groups, and band, brand ambassadors. How I guess how far does does it span now? So most of our groups are in North America, uh, between the U.S. and Canada. We have a handful of groups that are beyond. Um, it is harder to keep international groups engaged whenever you're on different time zones, etc. Culturally, you know, there's a lot of differences. Uh, but I want to say we have about 120 different groups um, wow. in various regions in most of North America. And we have a little over 200 ambassadors that manage those groups. Um, So those groups can range anywhere from being a new startup where they have maybe 300 members right now and they are just trying to get their group going with their first hike and they have two people show up and it's really exciting to, you know, our bigger groups that are 10, 15, 20,000 plus. Um, that are kind of just rocking it. They have their, you know, everything's kind of laid out and they've been running for a while and they have, you know, a system for maybe like the 10 ambassadors, like Portland's a good example that they've been going for quite some time. And those ambassadors have been in those positions for a while. We have some new gals that were onboarded last year and, um, but they have their, all of their roles and responsibilities kind of down and, and then we have newer groups um, like Montana is has grown exponentially. Um, Arizona has actually it's it kind of sat for a little bit. You know, once I kind of took over business stuff, the actual like local group didn't get maybe as much attention and love. Um, but we have some new ambassadors that have uh, grown the group to almost four thousand in wow. about six six months. They've been on. Um, and so they that group has really taken it on. North Carolina is another big group. New Mexico, like we just have, you know, some amazing ladies that um, are really putting in uh, a lot of effort into hosting these these events because I think that a lot of them come from the same position that we did. They've uh, they're in these areas or in communities where, you know, maybe they have their friends. But we hear a lot of the time that they just don't have those outdoorsy friends. They maybe have brunch friends or they have couple friends with their husband or their, their partner. And, but they don't necessarily have the, the community outside and that safe space. And so whenever they go to look for it, it may or may not be there. If it's not, then we help them create that. And uh, yeah, it's a really empowering experience for them. That's that's awesome. And that is um, no no small group for sure <laughs> uh, with with that many people and, and everybody kind of that that interest is so that so that's 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 really awesome. And like you said, you know, the the community that it brings, you know, I'm sure even, um, you know, if if not depending on how often people are able to meet up for for events and and outings and that kind of stuff uh you know there's still that kind of community that they can fall back on um which seems to be really important to to what you all do um and i think so i I know we talked a little bit about um some of the different programs you know you have the online education um the meetups and stuff are there are there any other uh programs that that we haven't covered kind of to that extent as far as 
how everybody connects and and kind of stays in touch that way. Yeah. So the the ambassador program is probably like the the most robust side that we have. You know, between all of those groups, there's approximately two hundred thousand women, and so that's that's a good portion of time to to manage that, and that really is the heart of what Women Who Explore is. Um, and then on the business side, we do run the adventure getaways. And those are like our worldwide adventures where we organize all of the details and women come on these, they pay to come on the adventures with us. And it's in, it's, it's a safe, basically safe way for them to travel. A lot of women want to do solo travel, but they don't necessarily feel safe doing so. And this is a way that you can kind of get the best of both worlds where you're going by yourself. So in that sense, you are going solo and you're going to meet up with a group of women that you don't know and travel with them for, you know, seven to 12 days. And, uh, and so that's, a that's a, another large part of what, you know, takes up our time is, is managing these adventures. I think last, for 2023, um, I think we finished at about 26 trips. Oh, wow. And those are quite the experience as well. Um, it's women feel empowered to come on these trips because they're women only, and it's a safe space for them to try new things. Some of ours, some of our uh, getaways are skill building. Um, others are just, you know, fun adventures. And, and then others are ones where you're going to push yourself. And personally, I really like the pushing the, the limits kind of trips. Um, <laughs> hence why I was leading the Kilimanjaro. We did Tour de Mont Blanc. Um, I did, I led one in Perea Canyon. Um, and so especially like those backpacking treks and Kilimanjaro, especially since I'm just fresh from that, maybe a month and led a small group of women to the top. And that was just such an incredible experience to be with a group of incredible women. None of us knew if we could get to 19,341 <laughs> feet. Like it is, it is quite a feat. And so it's, you know, I just remember showing up in Moshi and, Kilimanjaro had been shrouded in clouds and uh, it showed itself one day and we were looking for her. And at one point, like we were just looking low because there's just clouds and we had this idea of where a mountain peak would be. And we almost missed the summit where, when it showed herself because we were just looking, we weren't looking high enough in the distance, like just <laughs> up. <laughs> and at one point I just remember saying to the gals, I was like, Oh my God, she, there she is. Like she's, so big and there was just like this long silence and I looked at all of them and I was like are we okay with this like we're gonna do this <laughs> that, that is that's the biggest mountain I've ever seen <laughs> it's so big when you're right next to it um but then like on these journeys we have women that are you know sometimes fresh out of relationships and um, empty nesters or young women that are just discovering that they like the outdoors. They come in from like all these different walks of life and backgrounds. And um, they, the, the thing that we have in common is wanting to try this new thing and, you know, um, have this new experience and how empowering it is to do that whenever a lot of society tells women that, um, that that's maybe not what they should be doing. And maybe they're not strong enough. And that's maybe what they've been told maybe their entire life is that they're not strong enough to do something like that. And 
and then we get to come beside him and say, yeah, you know what? You're, you're definitely strong enough. I love that, you know, at the end of a track and everything goes great. I get to tell him like, maybe you never want to do anything harder than what you just did, but you know that you can do harder than that. Like you have surpassed what you thought you were capable of. Just imagine like all the, like what more you can do in life just generally, because like you already did this amazing thing. And so the getaways are more than just a, you know, a week long vacation and they are fun. They're amazing, but uh, we really try hard to, you know, bring the spirit of women who explore communities into those getaways. And so where those communities and the getaways kind of meet is we have a program for uh, ambassadors that if they want to lead trips. So we have hosts of women who explore host on every one of our adventures and they go through a pretty rigorous training uh, kind of program and we take them somewhere international. And our next one coming up is in Costa Rica and they basically plan a trip for us and we go as guests and they have their day, they prepare everything, we walk them through the entire thing, we have this entire training program. And then, um, you know, very, a lot of these women have also been on getaways with us, but they've been leading their groups, they're very active in their communities. And so, uh, they are then going to be able to host a trip with us in the future. And so, um, for example, like we just did the Salcante trek and two of our ambassadors led that one and just completely rocked that entire trip. It's not always, you know, us as owners leading the trip. Um, we certainly need lead the ones that are on the newer side and obviously like our bucket list locations that we want to try out. Um, but <laughs> we love being able to pass on that experience of being the host of a trip and getting to witness just how amazing it is seeing women come out of their shell and get excited about this and push through like, you know, their boundaries and, 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 you know, try these new things. And um, yeah, it's just, it's such an incredible experience. And so in that program right now, that's probably about, 20, 25 women um, that we have ready to to lead our trips throughout the year. Um, so yeah, that's probably the the kind of the place where our getaway side and then our ambassador side kind of meet in the middle of it. That's, that's awesome, and you know, you know, so many things there. Like you said, there's there's so many different women from from different backgrounds that come to ex- explore, whether they've been in the outdoors before or not, but they're they're kind of finding that, that positive outlet, that, that community. And as you mentioned, kind of with the, the more challenging kind of adventures, you know, they're that push, uh, to, to do something that, that, you know, they might've been told they can't otherwise, but you'd also certainly think that, that, that confidence building, um, you know, not only kind of trickles obviously into that next adventure, but, you know, probably within their home and work life and everything like that. Um, you know, everything that everybody's probably trying to get away from, uh, you know, with, with the, the adventures, but so, so, it, so it seems like a really big kind of trickle effect and then to empowering the other ambassadors, like you said, to kind of, um, you know, cr- create their own trips and, and being part of it and, and building that way, um, is, is, ama- is amazing. Yeah. So in, so to, to that point, kind of, I know, like, obviously there are probably plenty of, I guess, like specific stories, but are, are there any that stand out that, um, I, I guess, or any experiences, whether yourself or somebody that was there or, or something like that, that really kind of set you a back of like, 
you know, this is, this is, um, you know, a great experience, great opportunity, but it just kind of showed like the true kind of impact of getting everybody kind of out of their comfort zone and into the outdoors and, and doing everything. Yeah. So I'm going to share one particular story. There's just, there's so many, um, but <laughs> one that just really, you know, recently, um, kind of hit home a little bit was, and this is from one of our ambassadors and now she is a trip to trip host. And, um, you know, we ask the gals that are going to be leading these trips. We always want to hear from them. Like, where do you want to go? You know, we're, we've been listening to these, listening these trips because we figure if we want to go somewhere, someone else is going to want to go on that trip with us. So very often we're building the trips that we want ourselves to do. And so we'll ask our ambassadors, just be like, well, what, what do you want to do? And one of our new hosts, um, you know, kind of mentions, she says, I, I don't have any bucket list locations. She said, I never thought that the life that I had was going to lead me to ever do any kind of international travel or anything, anything like this. So she never allowed herself to think that far, um, you know, outside the box, I guess, to imagine herself traveling anywhere. And so when, you know, a simple thing, like we just assume that everybody has a bucket list location. What's this bucket list thing or activity or, uh, you know, place that you want to go to and realizing that she just didn't even have one because she told herself that that wasn't something that she could ever have. And, and so now, um, you know, in this narrative that we're told and this narrative that people tell us, whether it be through society or friends, family, um, partners, um, this particular ambassador was also told by an ex that she could never do, you know, um, any of this kind of stuff. She could never climb the big mountains. She was never going to be capable of doing any of that stuff. And, and now she's going to be leading some of our most epic trips because <laughs> this is, this is the opportunity that we're able to give. And that just, it, it, you know, in those moments, whenever we're able to like pass that over and be like, you know, to this person that never thought that that was in their future. And we're like, no, that is entirely in your future. You can do that with us. Um, we want to support you uh, is just so incredible. And, you know, we have women that, you know, just this past year, I've had women that this was maybe their first trip after a spouse passed away and that was their travel partner. Um, I've had two um, actually personally on my trips and uh, I've had women that have over had to overcome racism in the outdoors and coming to a safe place um, makes it easier to kind of adventure, um, you know, bad relationships, abusive relationships, um, depression, and and they come on these and and not to say that you know a getaway is going to be the cure all it's going to fix everything but it certainly i think flips a switch for some women and makes them realize that they're how much more they are actually capable of um and i know that that's it's very personal for me in that sense just because i know that that's where i came from i didn't think i could do it i didn't think i was capable and obviously they are capable, we are capable of, of so much more, like whatever we want to be capable of and, you know, kind of giving them that glimpse to that. I just love seeing it in the stories. Once they go home, I had one gal on one backpacking trip. She'd never, I knew she'd never backpacked before. Uh, come to find out partway through this backpacking trek, she'd never camped before. <laughs> I was like, how did I, miss, how did I miss this one in the screening? You know, 
you have a lot of questions that we go through. And I knew she was testing out a new tent and, you know, like two days in and she's just rocking it. She's up with the guy <laughs> at the front every day and she's doing great. And we had talked about her experience level and she'd done marathons in the past. And I was like, this is going to be a really great trip for you. Um, it doesn't matter that it's not your, it's, it's your first time backpacking. This is going to be great. And uh, it was like a month or two after that, uh, got some photos from her that she went on her first solo backpacking experience. Since then, she's also, she went on our Salcante trek and, you know, was backpacking at high elevation. And um, so just seeing them take off and do all the things is just such a rewarding experience. Uh, that's awesome. And I feel like that kind of, like I mentioned, kind of reinforces, you know, everything that that you're about, you know, it's, it's not just about the outdoors. It's about creating those uh, experiences and opening those doors in that sense. Um, and and kind of to that point, you know, one thing I always like to ask our guests is kind of one piece of advice for our listeners. And it kind of plays into some of the stories that you just mentioned before. But, you know, whether it's it's somebody that, um, you know, that, that imposter uh, monster keeps popping up or maybe, you know, an, the unfortunate or unwarranted uh, narrative of you can't do that because you are this or vice versa or whatever that is. How, like, what would you say to someone who maybe, you know, hasn't experienced uh, obviously a, a trip of yours and maybe they're just listening somewhere else, but, you know, they, they have that kind of that, that thirst as, as you did when you kind of got started of finding, um, finding kind of that, uh, that, that hobby, that other thing that you could do, but also being able to find your community. But, you know, maybe unlike you, it's, it's taken them a, lo- a little longer to kind of push through that initial fear that you have of trying something new or asking for help or kind of being vulnerable. What would that, like that, the couple sentences, I guess, aligns of, of what, what would encourage them to step, to begin to step kind of out of that shell so that they could, you know, then find a community such as women who explore or something else local um, to, to really grow and find those experiences to be helpful as, as so many um, have within your programs. Yeah. Um, I think, I think for me, what I needed to be told at that point was somebody almost to give me permission to do it, to have like, to see that example that, oh, if they can do it, I can do it. And I know sometimes I, I I post a lot of really cool things like on my personal Instagram. Trust me, if I can do it though, it just anybody can do it. <laughs> you know, I I it's it's I come from not not outdoorsy. Um, I am not the most fit person. I am mediocre at all of the adventures that I try. I am just okay. And you know what? It's okay to be just okay. You don't have to be the best at it. It's 100% fine. You can be average or below average. It doesn't matter. If you enjoy walking at a slow pace, then get out there and hike at that slow pace. If you want to climb and you're climbing five sixes, then you go and you rock those five sixes. Um, just go ahead and and just give it a try and just do it. It is okay to just be it's just okay to be okay. Oh, I, I love that. Um, you know, kind of not worrying about what what the others are, are thinking and, and kind of push yourself and then you'll you'll find that uh, you know you that community is out there. So um, where where can people find you online? Um, get involved uh, you know with with everything that you have going on. Um, how, how can they uh, find that out? 
So you can search for us. If you just type in Women Who Explore, all of our stuff comes up. Our website is womenwhoexplore.com. All of our social media stuff is on there. Um, Instagram is women who, at Women Who Explore. Facebook forward slash Women Who Explore. If you go to our website and click on the community tab, uh, that'll give you all of the links for all of the groups that we have. So you can obviously search. Most of our groups are by state. So you can search Women Who Explore Arizona and that'll pop up. All of our groups are private. So um, it might take just a little bit of time for you to be you know, admitted into the group. But, um, but yeah, we're pretty, it's pretty easy just to search for us and find us online. But if you go to our website, all our getaways are listed there, all of our social media and all of our groups, you'll find everything in that one space as well as all of the online education. Um, so if you wanna go through and look some, through some of our online classes, that's a great way to kind of brush up on some skills. Or maybe if you're nervous about hiking for the first time, there's a hiking 101 basics, you know, class that you can watch that's only 30 minutes long that might help empower you to get outside. That's awesome. Well, everybody, um, definitely make sure you go check them out online. Look at those resources. See if there's a group um, close to you. As as you can tell, it's um, you know some really awesome stuff that that is, of course, all about the outdoors. But it's 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 much more than that. So I, I really appreciate that, and I also appreciate you taking the time to to share your story and uh, kind of where everything is now. And I, I wish you the best of luck as you continue on. And thank you so much for having me on. This was a pleasure and I'm just super excited to, I will talk about Women Who Explore all day, every day. So any chance to get to share about kind of like the magic that we're putting out there for women in the outdoors, always happy to do that. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.